0: Good morning, Spirit of Prophecy Church. How are we doing today? All right, we're going to start off with prayers for the church today for Sunday school. Then Jonathan um, will be doing our main message today because Pastor San is in Topeka working on wheat. Um, But we're going to get started. We're going to start off with our full armor of God in the daily prayer. Dear Father, Excuse me. Dear Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I ask for forgiveness of my sins, sins of my family, my work, my ministry, sins of my fathers and forefathers. I remit their sins and wash them in the blood of Jesus. I put on my full armor of God, my helmet of salvation, my righteous breastplate, my girdle of truth, my shield of faith, the spirit of, I have the spirit of the sword, my gospel feet shod, and I'm standing on the word, the word of God. I plead the blood of Jesus over my spirit and body, over my health, my mind, my conscious, my subconscious, my subliminal areas, and all communications coming to, from, around, and concerning me. <clears throat> Lord. Le- Bless us indeed, enlarge our coasts, keep us from evil and doing evil. Help me to walk in your agape love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. I ask the Lord of hosts to place your ministering, guarding, and protecting angels all around me, my family, my ministry, and my loved ones. Give me wisdom today from you, Lord. Lead me not into temptation, but deliver me from evil. In the precious name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Um, We command the name of Jesus by all authority you have. Given to us of the Word the, we command in the name of Jesus, by the authority you have given to us in the Word of the Lord, spirit of bondage on god 's people, and upon the spirit of prophecy church, we command you in agreement to loose your hold over all, hold over us. we command you to go and leave us alone in the spirit of bondage that has caused god 's people associated with spirit of prophecy church, to be slave to unrighteousness laws, statutes um, to leave now in Jesus' name. We command the spirit of antichrist in, in, in any person who wants to take place in Christ, anyone who opposes the dietary of Christ, anyone who wants to take place in Christ, anyone who blemishes the Holy Spirit, and anyone who comes against Christians and spirit of prophecy church who, all, who are all committing disorder, you must go now in the name of Jesus. We command the spirit of fear and an evidence of an anxiety, mental or physiological disorders, and trembling in the Lord's children associated with the spirit of prophecy church to leave now in Jesus' name. We command against anguish spirit causing suffering, grief, and torment associated with the prophecy church attacking God's children. Go now in the name of Jesus. Spirit of witchcraft causing rebellion, new age practices spoken against the spirit of prophecy church, including occult or cult. Activities against the church, including sororities against the church, to go now in Jesus' name. Uh, you unclean spirit, you unclean evil spirit dwelling this land, speaking and discernment, dis, discerning commitment of filthy acts against the property of spirit of prophecy, church, leave the signs of of filthiness on his land. We clean and give it and give God and be God given authority in the spirit of prophecy church. Any spirit causing profane and impure corporate corruption on this land we command you to loose your hold on our ground and leave now in jesus name you dumb deaf spirit you have caused spiritual blindness and spiritual deafness on a spirit of prophecy church and its people go now in jesus name you dumb de- um you foul spirit of hate offense victorious wickedness against spirit of prophecy church and its members you have to leave now in jesus name Glossamine, evil spirit that tries to open the door of indecency, ob- immortal immorality, dissonance, and foul mouth. You must stop the attack of the Lord on attacking the Lord's Jesus children now associated with the spirit of prophecy church. Go now in the name of Jesus. Spirit of hell, heaviness that includes causing discomfort, disagreement, self-pity, rejection, depression, eating disorders, loneliness, helplessness, and disease-causing breathing difficulties against the members of the Spirit of Prophecy Church. We command you to leave in Jesus' name. Go now in the name of Jesus. Haughty spirit of the highest courts, highest government, and the highest military on the earth, as well as the spirit realm, your plans have been revealed. We command you to loose off your authority over the Spirit of Prophecy Church members. We proclaim it in the, in the representation of the Father Jesus and the Holy Spirit. You will not cast your destruction of God's people with the spirit of prophecy, church, in the name of Jesus. Spirit of infirmity, including all sickness and diseases that have been loosed on the church and members and found the way to blind evil spirits into the Lord's people, we command you to leave now in Jesus' name and loose your hold on us. We cover you in the precious blood of Jesus. Spirit of jealousy, causing anger, strife, maliciousness, hatred, and rage that attempts to rise up against the spirit of prophecy church and its minister, and, and its members. Seize your power now in the name of Jesus. We have more power than you do. We have, we command you to stop putting your lies against the spirit of prophecy church, against Stan and Leslie and all of its leadership and all of the members in Jesus name. Your division causing atmosphere will be brought back into unity to love us. The name of, the Lord Jesus children, hears and her, hers and his, God's people. You evil spirit of error causing people to believe that you are victim of delusion and folly against the spirit of prophecy church. You must stop your lies in the name of Jesus and resort back. And we resort back to the spirit of truth in Jesus name. We are not a production of misconception or disbelief. May the Lord reveal his truth to all the visits and join online in Jesus name you lying evil spirit that has exchanges straggerated, bringing lies, deception, denial, profanity, gossip and slander to the Spirit of Prophecy Church through the through the means of media, gossip, airways, etc. In the name of Jesus, we command you now to cease your lies. As we we as Spirit of Prophecy Church members have authority to command you to lose your your hold on all spoken and written media sources against us, and we command you to cancel the assignment of our God-given entitlement of Spirit of Prophecy Church, which is the testimony of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, prevent the Spirit perverted spirit spoken over spirit of prophecy church we command you to go in jesus name finally lord forgive us your children for being lazy and allowing idolatry idolatry fornication and addictions and sexual sins and loving possessions more than you And more than you lord jesus we ask you to forgive us and cleanse us of the church spirit of prophecy will grow flourish and be financially blessed new and better location and bring those of the church that are being called in the holy spirit in jesus name we pray amen amen amen
1: father in heaven thank you for this day Father in heaven, we rejoice. We praise your name in this church online. Father God, we thank you for the breath in our lungs because you put it there. We thank you for every word spoken over us in this church, God, because your word cannot be stopped. Your word does what you set it to accomplish. And we align ourselves to that word right now in Jesus' name. The gates of hell will not prevail against this church or its members, God. We thank you for your truth, the light of the word that is the sword of truth, the sword of the spirit, God. Let it come out of us. Let it do what you need it to do for your kingdom, God. Let it do what you need it to do, God. Let us be subject to the Holy Spirit. Let us employ the Holy Spirit. Let us listen to the Holy Spirit in this church. Let the Holy Spirit... Move and rule and reign in this church, God. We bow to you, Holy Spirit. We bow to your word. We bow to your wishes. We bow to everything you say in Jesus' name, Father. And I thank you for every soul that you've sent here, God. I thank you for every teaching, Lord. I thank you for every trial and tribulation, Lord, because that purifies us that strengthens us that gets us ready for the next hurdle and the next battle that you never leave or forsake us that you are with us in every trial we can call on the name of Jesus Christ we can call on the blood of Jesus it's you it's your power it's the Holy Spirit's power that rules in this church It's that power, God, that we ask, Lord, move through us as your vessels. Lord, do what you need to do through us and to us, that we are fit vessels for your Holy Spirit to reign over us and to move through this church, God. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray for the growth of the SIPC Spirit of Prophecy Church. We want to move forward and grow. We pray for those that are lost, that are hopeless, that they find us and they find truth in you. Lord, we pray for the church. We pray for our staff. We pray for our, our leadership. We pray for Stan and Leslie. We want growth in this church. There's love in this church, but we need growth. And uh, we pray for our country. We pray for our church mainly because we need to grow and, and expand exponentially um, in Jesus' name. Amen.
2: Yes. Thank you, Lord, for us being here, to be able to preach your word to people, especially people that are lost. They really need you, Lord, and we are praying for your country, praying for this church to grow, and praying for many more other churches to grow with you too, Lord, and to be with you, Lord, and preach the truth, and praying for the staff here at the church and the people that come here, visitors, members, whoever comes here we we are praying for your love Lord joy peace and understanding and Lord please really help these people all of us people to appreciate you your love your gifts understanding and thankfulness Lord we really need those for all of us people and we also need your Christian teachings and Christian stations to be able to influence many more people, and many people to come to you, Lord. And Lord, throughout the throughout the blood of Jesus, just cast away um, any bad kind of behavior, influences, sicknesses, um, and any kind of depression anything that's not of you Lord and put and replace your you with these other kind of things please be thank you so much Lord and for sending me to pray to you to be the replacement of all and of all and when something evil comes up or something that's not right on a person Lord I pray for you to replace be a replacement Lord and to be the number one replacement over anything, and have power, and have power over everything, and be the big, powerful replacement over anything wrong, Lord, and you take over. Lord, we thank you so much for your love, gifts, understanding, caring, and thank you so much for putting us up here to be able to pray for this church and the protection of this church also because this church needs big-time protection. And we we are so thankful to be able to pray for this church and the staff and the people that come here and the members and being able to put visitors here to be able to listen to you too, Lord. And thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen.
3: Our precious Jesus, Uh, we speak the blood of Jesus over the congregation this morning. We stand before you humbled. Uh, We we spiritually take a knee before you because we know that you are the Lord and the King of all. And we ask and we we come boldly before you. And we ask in Jesus' name that you would hear our prayers today because we are here for you. And you tell us to redeem the time. Uh, You remind us through David. And today we are desiring to redeem that time. Today is called today, and we're able to encourage, we're able to uplift. But Father, we cannot do anything without your power. So in the name of Jesus, I command every spirit that is not in alignment with you to leave now in Jesus' name. And we command growth in the church because that is your heart, and we are after your heart, Almighty Father. Give us the power, give us the the dictation in order to understand What the spirit of the Lord is saying so we can move forward and we can advance the kingdom of God with the right heart I just pray father that you would set us apart here in spirit of prophecy church So that way we would lead others in darkness into light We love you and we worship you in Jesus name we pray
4: Father we come to you and just first of all we ask for humility Because we we can't do anything without being humble. We don't want our own flesh to even get into the way of what you want to do. We don't want to go the opposite direction of where you want us to go. So, first, we ask for humility and just respect and bow down to you and your glory. And then, Father, we ask that he who has an ear, let him hear. Well, that they would hear the message coming from here, that the people out there would hear. It doesn't matter who they are, but that they would hear the message of you, your salvation, your your son, the blood of Jesus. They would hear it, and they would come, not just a person or two persons. That Troves of them would come, and not just a Christian, a believer, but everyone would come, that they would come and start to gather and come towards you, and just want and just... Just want your blood. Just want you. You is what they would want. And that's it. In Jesus' name, I really pray this. Amen.
5: This is the spirit of prophecy, church. We call upon you. First and foremost, we thank you for who you are in this church and for what you are about to do in this church. My Father, my God, this moment, you do the mind-blowing things in this church. We hand over this church into your bosom and we know for sure You are going to carry out what you have planned because you know you started with them and you started with us. You know the thought that you have for this church is not of evil, but it's of peace and good, so that we do at the end what you expected us to do. My God, we call upon you. You said, Call upon me. I will answer. You say knock that you open. You say seek that you we will find. This church will find you. Open the door and open the window upon so that everything that you have desire for this church will come forth in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Anybody any spirit, any human that wants to block right now, we say remove your hand because it is written this church must be progressed, not to go back. We are going forward, not going back. We desire and we dedicated this Hour that we are moving forward, forward we go, forward we go, backward never, in the name of Jesus Christ. Movement, 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 movement in the spiritual realm, physical realm, physical realm. In the mighty name of Jesus. Anybody that was ordained to be in this church, Father, my Father. Any discouragement that we're talking to those people that don't go right now, we nullify it in the mighty name of Jesus. We take authority and we take authority. We say, Lord, let your movement control this nation in the mighty name of jesus wherever they are north south east and west the four corners of this nation right now we want your word we want you oh lord to penetrate and take over take over take over take over over. from here to the the, the, the leader the the the, the, the congress the the the, the senate anywhere you are take over we want you and you alone to reign and reign in this church forever and ever. We sprinkle in the blood of Jesus right now around the whole world, around this nation, in the mighty name of Jesus. We come against all principalities and power. Any demonic power, we come against it. Any form of weapon, form against this church. The word of God said, we name it. You will not prosper. You will not prosper. You will not prosper. And any tongue rises in in judgment concerning this church, right now we nullify you in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Because we know for sure you are here and you you continue to guide and direct us wherever, whatever that we are doing. Even our leaders stand and lastly continue to protect them. And guide them and lead them. Open their eyes more to see and hear from you and you alone. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.
6: Our most gracious heavenly father, we boldly come before your throne room of grace and mercy, full of praise and adoration for who you are. You are the great I am. And I just call forth this church to be your beacon of light to this dark world. May the windows of heaven open up and you pour out your authority and your power and your favor upon this church so that we might be the correct representation of you. May your fruits and your gifts of the Spirit be magnified within our lives sevenfold, and be that light that we do not hide behind the bushel. For you are great, and greatly to be praised. You are the light, and may we, may we truly represent the way you've called us to represent. May the truth of you come out of our mouths every time it opens. Father God, we call forth maturity and growth upon your people so that through these times ahead, we may be able to hear that still small voice correctly. We may be able to teach, and we may be able to help those in need. For in the end, it's ultimately, we are to fulfill the, the names that are in the Lamb's Book of Life, Father. And that's, that's, our, that's our heart's desire, to be obedient and to fulfill your word. And Father, I call forth that within this church. I see the growth, I see the maturity upon us, so I call forth the fulfillment of the staff, the praise and worship, the congregation, the TV, the radio, all of it. I call forth its fulfillment so that we might be obedient, humble, obedient humble, obedient servants unto you. Father God, for it is you that changes the times and the seasons. May this be one of those where in this time, in the natural, may we turn over that new leaf and see that growth and that maturity and that fulfillment that I believe you have for this church. And I call it forth In Jesus' mighty name, amen.
1: Glory to the Lord. Hallelujah. Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed. But the Lord laughs. You know why? Because the gates of hell will not prevail against his church. And we just grow stronger with adversity. And, and in these times, Lord, in these last times, we ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus, to take these circumstances to just make beauty from ashes, to call those souls that are searching Just like I was searching for a place to be where truth was spoken, where I could serve God, where I could find my true purpose, that I could be in your kingdom, Lord, and operate, Lord, with a a body of believers. Father, I just thank you for that. And, Father, there are many out there right now that need that same thing. There are going to be circumstances that come into play, Father. And I thank you for your Holy Spirit to move and pull them this way, Father. That you use... There is nothing wasted ever in your kingdom. Nothing, no circumstance, no opportunity is ever wasted, God. That you are (laughs) the master creator. You can take broken things, broken people, broken hearts, and you can make something glorious out of them. And you can move through them and you can minister through them, God. Each one of us here has been broken, Father, and your light shines through us God you are creating a new thing in each one of us God and I look forward to meeting more and more of your people that you call father and I just align myself to that that you call them father and we align ourselves to see that happen in the physical as we call it out in the spirit realm bring them Lord bring the souls father bring the broken father bring those seeking truth father Bring those that need to know the truth, God, that they know, that they know, that they know, Father. Bring them here in every way possible, Lord, as you do, Father, and use us in every way that you need to, God. We humble ourselves and we submit ourselves, Lord, to doing your will when it's inconvenient, when we have other things we'd rather do, Lord. When the the devil tempts us, we are going to shut the door in his face and say, No, Lord, I'm listening to you. And the devil, you stay out in Jesus' name. Father, we just thank you, Father, for the leadership of of the people here, God. We thank you that they seek the Holy Spirit, that they are on their face for the Holy Spirit, that they are repenting, that they are constantly walking circumspect and honoring you with what they do, what they think, what they say, God that they are in the word of God, for the truth of the word of God, Father. And we thank you that that holy fire spreads, that we have that Holy Spirit unction to know the true word of God, to speak the true word of God, to live the true word of God, Father. And we thank you, Lord, to break the grip, the paralysis analysis that's keeping people from coming to this church, Lord. We break it in the name of Jesus, that they can be freed we free them up now. We free them up from procrastination in Jesus' name. We free them up from excuses in Jesus' name. We free them from the circumstances in their lives, whether it's sickness, whether it's transportation, whether it's, it's inertia, Father. We ask for a Holy Spirit unction onto them in Jesus' name. Oh, Father, we thank you that we free them in, in the name of Jesus, that in Jesus is true freedom. Hallelujah. In whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Oh, Father, I thank you for the growth that's going to happen, that you have plans, Lord, for each one of us in this church, for this church to prosper in your plans, God. And we call them forth in the name of Jesus.
3: So today is a day of celebration. Amen. Let's celebrate in this place because we have the blood of Jesus with us. In our presence, we have Holy Spirit. We're here to commune with the almighty God, the God that is sovereign over every little thing, over every big thing that is our God. So we say hallelujah. And as we are celebrating in this banquet that he has created for us, um, it's all to celebrate him. It's everything is pointing to him. So he opens up the doors for anybody that wants to come, come. And for anybody that is out there that doesn't believe that they are fit for the kingdom of God, that is what the blood of Jesus is there for. So with the blood of Jesus sprinkled upon you, that is your invitation to come. Come as you are, poor, rich, um, anything else. I just want to say all the above, any, any categories, any ranges, any characteristics, come, because the love of Of Christ is within us, and we are here to welcome you. We're here to advance the kingdom here at Spirit of Prophecy Church, and it is against the powers and principalities, against all dark and evil forces of this world. We reclaim all of these things right now. We reclaim them today, and we declare your truth back to you, God, knowing full well that you have given us the authority through your Son, Jesus Christ. We want to say hallelujah, and we want to say you are worthy to be praised today. Over every single thing that we may put our mind to, we take it off right now and we focus on you, the one true God. And we say, hallelujah, we worship you, King of kings and Lord of lords. You are the worthy lamb that was slain on our behalf. And we receive your blood and we can rejoice with you as an inheritance um, from the kingdom of God. We inherit with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, and we invite everybody else in the DFW Metroplex that we desire to grow, even over the nations, internationally, Father God. This is your place, this is your people. We wanna be reclaimed back to our shepherd. We are your sheep. Have your way with us. We love you, in Jesus' name.
7: Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. ask forgiveness of our sins. All the way back to Adam. I remit our sins, O God, and wash me in the blood of Jesus. Father God, I cancel the assignment of spirits of confusion and any spirits not sent from God that's causing division or causing uh, problems. Spirits of infirmity, we cancel your assignment in the name of Jesus. Spirits of fear, spirits of anger, spirits of jealousy, spirits of misunderstanding, we cancel all your assignments in the name of Jesus. Let only the spirit of truth. Reign strong here because God operates in spirit and truth. Uh, So, Father God, we ask you to send forth your angels to draw swords against any spirits that are hiding, to root them out, to rout them, to put chains of fire around their necks and take them away to wherever you want to take them. And we ask that any words spoken against this ministry, against the leadership of the memberships, fall to the ground, null, null and void. And of no effect, in Jesus' name, and everyone that spoke those words against us, I send, I send forth blessings to them. Let them be blessed. We bless those that curse us. Let them be blessed. And, Father God, I bind a spirit of excellent spirit to everyone here, to everyone watching. Uh, I bind a spirit of boldness to everyone here and to everyone watching. Um, I bind a spirit of peace. Let peace be around the necks of all of us and everyone that's watching. I plead the blood of Jesus on our minds, uh, spirit, soul, and body. Uh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I ask for His uh, protection, a wall of fire around us, around everyone watching, and everyone that wants to come. Let the let the spirit of fear just be totally destroyed and the like, everything that's with it. Father God, we cancel the assignment of. Uh, any spirits that's causing uh, habits, habits that are hard to be broken, we, we ask that you bring people here that want to want to be delivered so they can be delivered because we all need help, and every Christian on the planet needs deliverance. When you come to Christ, everybody has baggage, so no, no one is better than anyone. We're all the same, and we all need deliverance uh, all the time, not just once or twice, but for the rest of our life because the goal is to be like Christ. Yes. Going to be better better and better when you when you fix one thing God works on another and it's going to be like this to the rest of your life so you can count your hands and your toes and your hairs and everything God's going to work on you God's a gentleman he wants your permission to work on you you get it give it to him he will work with you you know you don't got to clean up yourself to come to church come as you are and God will work on you he just wants permission because you didn't learn a million habits in one day. You're not going to lose them all in one day unless God gives you some gigantic miracle and you don't want to do anything anymore, but he will work with you as long as you are willing. And if you fall, you make a mistake, you get back up, and you keep fighting to do what's right, and God will work with you. That's how God is. God is not up there with a uh, lightning bolt waiting to hit you as soon as you do a sin. He wants you to don't play with him, you know, like, oh, well, I'm going to just save God, please forgive me, because you can do some things that have immediate consequence. So don't play around with God, because he do know how to smack you. So uh, in Jesus' name, amen.
8: Praise you, God. Thank you, Lord. Heavenly Father, um, when I recently went with Prophet Leslie to a high point over Dallas, and we were looking the landscape over the city, and it was such a beautiful view, and in the spirit I saw an army of God, an army of God's people. They were golden, they were in the glory of the Lord, a golden army, and they were marching in unison, away from the mountain because they were doing the Lord's work. And I saw another group that was facing the mountain and they were working for the kingdom of God with sickles in their hand and they were harvesting. And Lord, I knew at that moment that that was for your body of Christ, but spirit of prophecy, church, Lord. And so I say right now that there is a bigger army coming that there is more strength coming and we are in unison and we are ranks and we're doing the work of God and that our group is going to expand and multiply because you have called it forth, Lord. And Lord, I speak to the people um, who are watching right now. If you have a, you hear a still small voice inside speaking to you to come and join this group, or if you feel a strong fire and a burning and a desire inside, to listen to that voice, to that appeal from God. Lord, I praise you and thank you that my life has been completely transformed and changed by you as a result of the work of this ministry and the breakthrough that we are walking in under this leadership right now, God. And the financial breakthrough, the first offering uh, that I ever had for my ministry came through the day that I drove over here to pack and leave and come to this ministry. Lord, ever since I came to this ministry, I've had financial breakthrough. Thousands of dollars above what I should make at my job. And it is as a result of partnering with the leadership here who also walk in financial breakthrough. And so I just ask the angel of the Lord to come and trumpet into the ears of his people, to speak to the hearts and the minds of people, to line up with his word, to not be hearers of the word, but doers only. It's not only what we are on the inside, but what we do as well. And so, God, I just praise you for that, and I plead the blood of Jesus over that, in Jesus' name, amen.
5: Holiness, beautiful for situation, joy of the old age, is mount side of the Lord and City of the Great Key. Is Mount Zion, at the south of the city of the Great Key. I'm going to take my prayers here. Psalm 27. The Lord is the light and our salvation whom shall we fear. The Lord is the strength of our lives of whom shall we be afraid. When the wicked, even our enemies and my foes came upon us to eat up our flesh, they stumbled and fell. Thou and hosts shall encamp against the spirit of prophecy, judge thy heart, our heart, shall not be afraid. The world should rise against us. In this will I be confident. One thing have I desire of the Lord that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord forever. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide, spirit of prophecy, church, in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle, shall he hide the spirit of prophecy, church, he shall set us up upon his rug. This moment His declaration, I declare and decree. He will set this church upon his rock. Nothing will move in the name of Jesus. He will set the people in this church upon his rock. Nothing will be removed in the name of Jesus. I declare and decree no weapon formed against Each and every one of us will prosper in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare that we will walk forward, not backward, in the mighty name of Jesus. I decree and declare this church will be encamped around the the heaven. The angels will encamp around this church and nothing will move in. In the mighty name of Jesus. Though they will work hard, the spirit of envy, the spirit of atrocity, no matter what they will do. Jealousy spirit, but as for this prophecy church, the spirit of prophecy church will stand on the rock. The rock of the mighty God will stand in the rock. On that rock, nothing will move this church. On that rock, nothing will touch this church. On that rock, they will overcome everything that will come. Because the word of God let us know that we will face all trials, tribulation. But one thing that we should know that he overcame it and therefore this church in the name of Jesus Christ, we are overcome In Christ Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen.
6: Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for all these prayers today. I agree, decree, and declare your blessings and favor upon this church. We do stand on the rock, and that rock is you, always and forever. I rebuke, I loose any foul spirit that may attempt to be upon this place. I command you to go in Jesus' mighty name. Father, again, I agree, and I appreciate everyone that's been here this morning praying over your church that we may be that lighthouse for all those that are lost. And we thank you so much. And as a congregation, we agree in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Good morning, praise and worship. If you were not here at the 930 service, you missed an awesome praying for the church today. Um, we're also going to pray before we get started over a few people that didn't make it to church. We got some people that are traveling, some people that are out, but we'll start off with some announcements. Um, in May, we have a group of seven people so far here from the church that are going down to Honduras for a mission trip. We'll be gone May 2nd through the 11th. Um we will probably have a sign up sheet for people to fast and pray for us while we're gone. Um so once we get some more information on that from Leslie, we'll let y'all know so everybody can get signed up. Daylight savings time, March thirteenth. Time will be changing. Will it make us early or late if you show up? Late. You'll be late, so make sure you change your clock and you show up on time. Church starts at nine thirty.
9: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> All right, we're going into March. Who's ready for spring? I am, as you can tell, dressed in my spring attire. I'm tired of the cold weather. Um, Bible study still fr- on Friday, 6 30 to 8. Uh, main service starts at 9 30. The first, sorry, Sunday school starts at 9 30. Main service is at ten thirty. 30. We have anniversary prayer on March 3rd at 7 o'clock. Uh, Melissa's going to come up here in a second and talk on that. Um, on March sixth, um, Leslie has something planned. Um, we do have some people that are going to be um, that are in the School of the Prophets training right now. That are going to be doing Sunday school for the month of March, and Jonathan will be doing it a few of our main services. And then on May 15th, I'm going to pass this clipboard around. We will be doing Church in the Park. Um, it is at a different location than what we usually do, uh, but you sign up to bring food, snacks, ice, or something like that. And I'm going to pass around the donut list as well. There we go. Um, I'm going to have Melissa come up and talk on the anniversary Prayer that's going to be on Thursday.
8: Thank you so much to all of you guys who have uh, come and just stood in agreement you know in the amazing power of our god and what i sensed uh for this time right now uh very in similar fashion what we're entering in with prayer for our our church as a body uh, the lord impressed on my heart that we could do some spiritual warfare with the prophecies the personal prophecies that are given to each one of us um, God gives those to us for a reason, and they're certainly not uh, intended to sit on a shelf, right? So, um, according to Timothy one eighteen, where the, by the uh, prophecies laid on us, we might war a good warfare. So, if you have any prophecies that have not been fulfilled in your life, um, now is the opportunity, or even just something that the Lord spoke to you individually, that uh, you feel that he wants you to do. I welcome you guys to come uh, join us in our prayer and intercession. We're gonna be addressing those issues and coming into agreement with the Lord and what his word says about us. And then also we're going to be um, unlocking some doors for God's kingdom. Uh, You know, We don't need to come here for years and years and years only to realize that the reason we're coming here is to unlock doors, amen? So we're going to enter in with that as well for the Lord and all praise and glory to his name. Amen.
0: Thank you, Melissa.
8: All right, if we'll stand,
0: we're going to start with prayer. Uh, we'll do offering and then we'll get into praise and worship. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come before you to the throne of mercy. Just pray over the people that are traveling in Topeka, Stan and Leslie and Paul, Leslie Ann, um, as they have Traveling Mercies back home. They are in Topeka working on Joseph's Kitchen. Um, And I pray over Leslie as she's feeling under the weather today. We just break all chains of commandment of infirmity off of her and anyone else who is ill that could not make it to church today. We just break those chains and we release them and we cover everybody in the blood of Jesus. So we just pray over this service today, that it is your will today, Lord. Pray over Jonathan as he gets over gets up to speak, and you just plead the blood of Jesus over him and give him the words, and have everyone's ears open to hear his message today. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.
6: All right, good morning, everyone. It's time for offering. I just want to say a couple words real quick before we bring our offerings to the storehouse. Uh, with that prophetic act, Luke 6.38 is just one of my favorite giving verses. Um, and literally the first word says, give. And then it says for the rest of the verse, uh, the I guess basically the rewards that we'll get from that. But for a, for a giver, that's really all we need. We just need to, to know that what we're doing is is obedient. We don't necessarily always need to know or understand. We don't give to receive. We give because that's what, that's what truly pleases our heart. That's, that's truly what we want to do for the kingdom. So the rest of the verse goes on to say, press down, shake in, running over, shamin, give unto your bosom. But we truly, that's, that's not what pleases our heart. Truly, what pleases our heart is just to simply give. Ten percent, twenty percent, eighty percent—we just give because that's that's the joy uh, within us. So, uh, go ahead and bring your offerings to the storehouse, and uh, here in just a second, we'll we'll pray over that. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today full of praise and adoration for who you are. We love you so much, and we thank you for all these tithes and offerings. We thank you so much for these givers. And I just call forth multiplication upon those that have given into their finances, Father, that as they increase in that giving, everything else increases as well. Your blessings, your favor, their prosperity. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen.
3: Our Heavenly Father, uh, we come before you. We take a knee. This is uh, spiritually. We bow before you and we cast our crowns to you at your feet because you are worthy and you deserve our adoration, our praise, even our giving. So in the same light, Father God, this is us casting our crowns before your feet because you are worthy and uh, everything that we have is because of you. You have anointed us and called us to go forward. And this is just a a pleasing sacrifice to you. Let it be pleasing to you, God. And also allow it to multiply in Jesus' name.
6: All right, let's get the praise and worship team up here. We're going to praise the Lord. All right, everyone, let's stand. We're gonna get praise and worship started today. Father, we love you so much. May, may these songs be a sweet, sweet fragrance upon you at your throne. We love you, Father. In Jesus' name. Yeah.
9: Where to more more are gathered in His name, He is there, for all who come, who run to Him in faith, He is there, come on now, there is power, in the name of Jesus, there is power, Power in His name. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power, power in His name. No fear, no light can stand against us now. He is here. to silence every doubt He is here There is power in the name of Jesus there is power power in rise and fall kingdoms once strong now shaken but we trust forever in your name the name of Jesus we trust the name of Jesus you are the only name forever almighty God higher you are the only king forever forevermore you are victorious you are the only king forever almighty god we live to higher you are the only king forever forevermore you are victorious key. Of our praise, let there be no higher name than Jesus Son of God. You lay down your perfect life, you are the sacrifice, Jesus Son of God, you are Jesus Son. Bye! Let there be no higher name than Jesus, Son of God. You laid down your perfect life. You are the sacrifice, Jesus, Son of God. You are Jesus, Son of God.
6: service thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord hallelujah hallelujah our heavenly father we love you so much we thank you that jonathan is here today to speak your word to speak the truth for you are truth we love you so much for it, Father. I call forth your anointing upon our teacher today. From the top of his head to the soles of his feet. May your Holy Spirit dwell within him. And lead us into all truth. May we have the ears to hear and a heart to know and understand. Holy Spirit dwell within us. May we receive everything that you have for us today through this service. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank
3: you. Well, good morning, everybody. How are how is everyone doing? Let me stand right here. All right, amen. So, as uh, Sharonda mentioned before, Pastor Stan and a whole bunch of people are helping him out there at Joseph's Kitchen, um, Topeka, Kansas, and a lot of great news is coming our way. He will come back next week. Uh, We have Prophet Leslie. She's uh, healed in Jesus' name. So we want to say thank you for that. And so today, um, I have the privilege to stand in front of you to encourage you. Because the Bible says, as long as it's called today, encourage. Amen? So it's a privilege of mine to be in front of you all as my family. And all of you online, uh, welcome. For those of you that do not know me, my name is Jonathan. And everybody in here may know me uh, on a personal level. But if not, then that's my goal for today. So there is a the clicker. All right. So just a little bit about me for those of you online and for those of you here that do not know me. No? Yes? Okay. Try it again. blood of Jesus. Well, first off, I'll I'll go ahead and pray as we fix this here. So um, just thankful to you, Father God, for we know that your presence is here with us. We're here to worship you and you alone the same way that the words and the lyrics and the songs that we just sang. We're here for you and we ask for humble hearts, for contrite spirits and for open ears to hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying today. And we are after truth, just as my brother Brandon mentioned. So I just pray that you would help me deliver this message for your glory and for your honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. All right, perfect. So the beginning. In the beginning was Texas. Um, I wasn't originally born in Texas. I was born in New Mexico, moved to Mexico for a little while, probably five or six years. And then I came to this beautiful, I would say country called Texas. I know it's a state guys. I know you can comment, um, in in the message if you want, but, um, this is Texas, beautiful Texas. Um, this is where it all started. I grew up here in, in the state and of course that's where spirit of prophecy church is located in the beautiful city of Plano, Texas. So Come on out. Come check it out. In the same state, I was able to meet somebody, my wife, and I call her the bone of my bone and the flesh of my flesh. That's the same way that Adam called Eve. So that's my Eve. Her name is Kate. Um, She is also serving here at this church. Praise God. It's always great to find somebody lovely at church. So um, she's on the worship team. And she loves the Lord. And that's one thing that really drew me to her. So she always uh, helps me out. If my spirit convicts me, she encourages me. She points me to the word of God. And that's exactly an ideal spouse to have. Amen. Um, as, as Pastor Stan says, uh, it sounds like his Holy Spirit at his house sounds like they have a southern twang or a southern <laughs> southern accent. And then at Luz, it has a Korean vibe. So. Uh, my side is the kenyan side, right? She sounds very kenyan. So, um, this in the picture on the right, that's her being baptized in the first crusade. Uh, the sevenfold miracles crusade. And to be honest with you guys, that was one of the things that has really shifted in my spiritual life. So I praise God that I get to serve at a church like this at the spirit of prophecy church, because they are after truth and they love you even when it hurts. So praise God for that. All right. All right. Here is the added bundle of joy to our family. You guys have probably seen her running through the aisles. Her name is J.C. Renee, and she is, like I said, a bundle of joy. She has quite a personality, and she eats like her daddy. So, you know, she never misses a meal, and she's very serious with her food. Um, Here in the background, it's uh, Denver, Colorado, and my wife loves waterfalls. We both love nature. That's something we share, and we find it almost like a our sense of worship because whenever you go out to wilderness wherever it's just plain and quiet and you don't hear the rustling of the cars and you know just nonsense i would say here is just pure you know it it's it's you get you get to get away and you get to see how enormous and how grand and how macro our god is for all the things that he has created around us and then at the same very same moment you can look at the little little details and you see how he's mindful of even those details so i just praise god it's one of our favorite ways of worshiping our lord um so we always if we get a chance to travel uh not as much lately but we would love to take that and of course there is a, a new addition to our family that will be on the way soon uh coming may but more to come on on the side of that talking about trips uh we went to on a family trip um, past this past summer. And we added again to our family, this little guy, his name is Bo. So, um, a little bit, little backstory is, you know, I have the 19 month old JC and then we have another daughter on the way. So I, I joke all the time with my, my wife, like I'm waiting for the boy. I know I'm going to get a boy and I didn't get a boy, but I got a Bo. So, uh, we named him Bo because we were on our way back from Broken Bow, and it was quite fitting because he was in a broken situation on the side of the street, and we decided we'd pick him up, and he never left. <laughs> so, um, you know, he has really impacted our lives. He is, um, you know, he's just really nestled in, in our hearts, and he made his way. He made his mark, you could say, in our lives, and he's also made a couple other marks in our furniture inside, and a couple of things on the outside that are pretty costly, but we love him regardless. Amen. Yeah. That's a little bow. All right. So font is a little small, but by profession, I am a mechanical engineer. And that's how you know that there is a God, because I may not be the quickest learner, but I made it. I, I, I crossed the finish line and God was there throughout. He is faithful and he knows the desires of your heart and he brings it to fruition. Amen. So I'm I'm fortunate to be in an industry like that, and along with that, I think it's a blessing. My wife may not think the same because I'm very systematical. I'm very analytical. I'm an analytical thinker, and also detail-oriented, right? So I have very particular habits of myself, um, but the reason why I share this is because it translates directly with my faith, okay? You guys are like, mm. okay, explain, Jonathan, all right? So... With the mechanical engineer profession, you have to be very detailed and you have to have a system. So uh, my wife and I, we also, you know, we, we, um, we put some time away every single weekend and we just love to go through the Bible and then we also share. That's something that really builds us our, our spirit and also grounds our relationship on, on the rock of Christ. Um, but all of that to say... The way that I read the Bible is very systematical, methodical, um, analytical, all the calls that you could think of, um, very detail-oriented. So today, uh, I'll be presenting on a topic that I find very interesting, and I hope that it encourages you all in your walk, and your specific walk with Christ. And it's called Salt and Light, all right? So I'm really excited to be in front of you guys to at least deliver this message. And I know that Holy Spirit will definitely help me on this one. All right. So salt and light. I just first start by reading out the verse where where it comes from. Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 through 16. Ye are the salt of the earth. Okay. I'm going to stop right there. It says ye are the salt of the earth. So in KJV, you know that ye is you. So who is he talking to? Us, exactly. So can I hear, I am the salt of the earth? Great. Now I want it with enthusiasm, right? (laughs) Try it again. I am the salt of the earth. Amen. So I want you to really focus on that truth, okay? Ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt hath lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is therefore, uh, or thenceforth, good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under the foot of men. The second subject we'll be touching on today is light. And again, it says, Ye are the light of the world. Can you say, "I I am the light of the world? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He has called you the salt of the earth, the light of the world. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light to all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men so that they may see your good works and glorify the Father, which is in heaven. Amen? So let's begin on the background of this verse. Starts with the Sermon on the Mount, right? So everybody has heard about the Sermon on the Mount. If you haven't, here's a quick 101. Uh, who is it for? Let's let's read on. So Matthew 5, verse 1 through 2 says, "And seeing the multitudes, he, as in Jesus, went up in the mountain, and when he was set, his disciples came unto him, right." So his disciples, the people that follow him, the people that hear and do what he commands, those are his disciples, they were following him that day. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying. And on ensues the, you know, the Sermon on the Mount, and the Beatitudes and all of the the great and wonderful nuggets that, that the truth speaks to us. At the very end of that, Matthew chapter 7, verse 28, this is how they conclude that. And it came to pass, When Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine. You see the shift? It started with his disciples, but the people that were in the atmosphere, that were in that surrounding environment, they also were astonished at his teachings. So to begin this word, we know that the salt and the light is meant for the disciples. However, it is also meant for the people around us. Amen? Amen. As we are the salt of the earth, as we are the light of the world, we are in that same way able to to illuminate the path for others. Amen? All right. So let's start with salt. And this is where it gets very detail-oriented and systematical, so bear with me, guys. All right. So let's start with salt as the outline of biblical usage. So there is a couple of biblical usages for salt. Salt. You have salt with which uh, food is seasoned and sacrifice are sprinkled. So I'm going to read from the screen here because my eyes are failing me on that little font there. I'll say, and every, obli- uh, every oblation of thy meat offering shalt thou su- uh, season with salt. Neither shalt thou suffer the salt of the covenant of thy God to be lacking from thy meat offering. With all thine offering thou shalt <laughs> offer salt. Interesting. All right. Mark 9 verse 49. For everyone shall be salted with fire, and every sacrifice shall be salted with salt. Interesting, because whenever you receive the Lord into your heart, you would think that things get easier, right? Well, it says that you will be salted with fire, and every sacrifice shall be seasoned with salt, right? So there is a specific sprinkling of salt on your life, so that way you your sacrifice, you know how we say, we present ourselves as a living sacrifice unto the most holy God. We sprinkle some salt on that, so that way he is pleased. So let's figure out what that salt is. But first, this is a picture of a baby uh, swaddled in cloth. And I just wanted to recall a conversation. Actually, it was a it was a teaching that Pastor Stan had. It was prior to our Christmas holiday. And it was really impactful. If you were there, um, you, you share you probably share this thought with me, but just to recap anyone who might've missed it. Jesus is our Lord and savior. And it is proven because a lamb was, was a uh, swaddled in cloth. So that way it says that there should be a one-year-old he lamb um, that should be sacrificed on Passover. Right? So they would wrap up that lamb. So that way it would not break any bones. So that way it would be pleasing and it would be an appropriate sacrifice. In the same manner, our Lord Jesus Christ came to this earth through the Virgin Mary. And he was, he was uh, you know, he was probably anointed with oil because that anointing with oil was necessary for the children. Um, it had a lot of health benefits. And then after that, they would sprinkle salt on the children. And that would be for a natural disinfectant. And so it would help preserve the life. Same thing that we use salt for with meat, Right. So it preserves the life, and so in the same likeness and in the same form, we are reminded that Jesus Christ is our Passover lamb, So, and, and he was the worthy sacrifice for each one of us to receive inheritance into the kingdom. Amen? Wow. I mean, I was, uh, that still sticks with me today, so um, praise God for truth. Our next function. Some types of salt, uh, salt matters are used to fertilize arable land. So in the counterpart of Matthew chapter five, there's also a verse in Luke that has the same type of uh, parable. So it says, salt is good, but if the salt have lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is neither fit for land nor yet for dunghill, but men cast it out. So that term dunghill, for the sake of all the viewers online, is um, fecal matter. So it's our, our bodily waste, right? So I have learned through through some studies, that they would also sprinkle salt on that land so that it would be arable. So that way, it wouldn't just be a a desolate and um, not important part of the land. So I also have another uh, member here in the congregation came up and kindly reminded me. He said, hey, beware that you have to use the right salt because you could also ruin the land. So thank you for that. All right. The next one, and this is an interesting one as well a symbol of lasting friendship because it protects food from decay and it preserves it unchanged. So I want you to remember that word, unchanged. This is a practice that continues to this day in some cultures and the partaking of salt together. So, you know, think about your your best buddies. You know, the, the most memorable times are probably surrounded by food because that's when we're all happy, right? We're all warm and fuzzy. We eat food, we go out, and we have a great time. Um, in cultures, they actually make their relationships based on that trade and that covenant of salt and we see the same thing in the bible let 's read on in second uh, second chronicles ye not to know that the Lord God of Israel gave the kingdom over Israel to David forever, even to him and to his sons by a covenant of salt wow uh, numbers eighteen nineteen all the heave offerings of the holy things which the children of Israel offer unto the Lord have I given thee and thy sons and thy daughters with thee by statute forever. It is a covenant of salt forever before the Lord unto thee and unto, this, unto thy seed with thee. So what this is saying in conjunction with what we were reading, sorry, not conjunction, um, with what I was saying before about partaking of salt together, how it is unchanging. It's actually an internal thing. So whenever you make this covenant, a covenant is something that is eternal. Amen? So you'll see this uh, as a constant reminder and as a parallel as we continue talking about this. All right. And the last usage here is wisdom and grace are exhibited in speech. So as you see, uh, my guy there, you know, sometimes we start with speaking and we might have a word or two slip up that we're not so proud of. Right? We're human, you know, and, and... I have definitely had my fair share of those experiences, but I was reminded by a story that I heard that there was a, a rabbi and he was offended by somebody who who um, mentioned these words to him. Let's say they were hurtful words. And so the gentleman came back probably the following week and he said, you know what? I was thinking about this and I'm sorry for saying this. And how how can I make it up? And that rabbi looked at him and said, You know, speaking, uh, especially ill words, uh, is the same thing as if you had a letter and you rip it up into a million pieces and you throw it up and the wind takes it. And a week later, you have to go and pick out each, every single piece. How possible is that? So just be mindful whenever you're speaking, speak with delight, speak with joy, speak with positivity and encouragement through the Bible, through the word of God. Amen. All right. Here's another interesting thing about salt that I learned. So salt is very popular, especially in history. Whenever you go and study about the Roman Empire, they actually would station their, their soldiers and um, their different platoons around salt, around places where they could retrieve salt, and they would use it as bartering means. They would use it as currency. So whenever we say, well, that man is is worth his salt. He really is. And that's where it comes from. So whenever you see solarium, the root of that is sal, which is salt. Whenever you think of solarium, you think of salary. So that's how much you're worth per year. It's salt, it comes from salt. Interesting, right? All right. So the place where they would have most likely gained their salt and their resources was the Dead Sea. Um, So I just Googled the Dead Sea, and these are some pretty pictures. On the top right, it looks like clusters of ice that you know, Texas might have experienced in these uh, past, <laughs> past uh, weather incidences. Um, here in Texas, we don't really like salt, just for your information. Um, dead sea salt. So you can see that you can even scoop up the salt and it's readily available. So it, it was definitely a huge benefit for those that were around it. Um, they use it by preserving their meats, by seasoning their meats, by cleansing certain things and so on and so forth, but let's go back to what it says in Matthew chapter 5. It says, ye are the salt of the earth, and if the salt hath lots its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing, but to be trodden under the foot of men. So it makes you wonder, what did he mean by salt losing its savor? Well, um, I had to do more research because I was like, can salt lose its savor? Well, uh, it it cannot because it's an eternal thing, right? It, it's something, and, and guys on online, correct me, but uh, I would like to learn more about it. But really what it's meaning by salt losing its savor is whenever you scoop up that salt, sometimes you might scoop up some other minerals from the sea. Sometimes you might scoop up sand particles and some other things that may not be pleasant. So whenever you do your bartering, um, let's say there is you know, half salt, half sand, but you claim it as full sand or full salt, excuse me. The person that is receiving it will not think of it as a blessing. In fact, they will just toss it out because it's not good anymore. It's not salt, right? So point number one, whenever you have something pure, something that was given to you, don't contaminate it, right? So let's, let's figure out salt, was given to us by the Lord Jesus Christ. He calls us the salt of the earth, amen? All right, and as we go into this earth, we just look around. You can turn on the TV at any given hour, and you just find more negativity, more things that we're probably surprised on that we have to hit our knees and pray to God to save us, to give us that wisdom, amen? Salt, whenever we contaminate ourselves, there's also different doctrines out there. If you go to one church versus another, you might find that they think of one verse completely different than the other. However, we were called to be one church, one body of Christ. That that to me is interesting. And so it's always our duty to go back to the word of God. And when we go back to the word of God, we are grounded and aligned with what he really means. Asking Holy Spirit, of course, for help, right? So some of us, uh, some people can go to church And you know the doctrines may be false, and you know it even says in the Bible that if there is any person or even angel that preaches a gospel that is different than this one that you have just heard from Paul, then let that person be accursed. So, what that's saying is there are a whole bunch of things that can be intertwined with the truth. There was a saying that that I heard talking about truth, and it says there is one truth. And it has many bodyguards around them and all of those bodyguards around them are lies Because it might be a, a small perversion of the truth, right? So that tweaks the meaning. So let's look for that one truth And whenever you think about yourself as the salt of the earth Remember to n- to never be changed to be unchanged the way that the lord christ has called you to be amen Remember that whenever you go out in the world that you are grounded upon the firm foundation that you are grounded on the firm foundation of Jesus Christ because we all know he is the light and he is the truth. Amen? So that is the difference between salt and the one that you toss out to be trodden trodden under men. Second part. The second part is light. All right? So the biblical usage uh, is a little bit slimmer than salt, but it means to shine or to make manifest. Amen? All right, so whenever we think of light, there are many things that are associated with that. Probably that Jesus is the light of the world, right? That we are the light of the world. Because he said that, I didn't say it. It was the Bible, right? Um, And the light is coming forth as truth as well. So let's see the different usages. All right, so what is light? Well, in Psalm 119, verse 105, it says... Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path, right? The word is a lamp and a light unto my path. Um, I was reading this verse, and my wife and I were, were having a conversation on it. And I mentioned to her, I said, you know, imagine yourself being in a dark place and shining a lamp at your feet. You understand that it's good to see your next couple of steps, but after that, you probably lose visibility, Right? So the word of God is meant for right now. The word of God is meant for where you are standing, the area, the territory that you have possession of at that moment, the word of God will illuminate a path for you. It's, it's not meant to, oh, okay, I'm going this place because we trust on the word of God day and night. Amen. So just that was just an interesting um, illustration there. Next is an Old Testament example. So Exodus thirty-four twenty-nine. this was an interesting uh, part out of the Bible. It talks about Moses. And whenever Moses uh, fasted for 40 days and 40 nights to receive the two tablets, uh, it says, verse 29, And it came to pass, when Moses came down from Mount Sinai, the two tables of testimony in Moses' hand. And when he came down from the mount, that Moses wist not, that the skin of his face shone, right? Like shining? Shone. While he talked with him. And when Aaron and all the children of Israel saw Moses, behold, the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come nigh him. Can you imagine, like I just want you to, to close your eyes and picture what it would be like to be Moses with a shining face, with a shining aura, because you have spent so much time in the presence of our Lord. We are not called to be the same as we were birthed on this on this world. We are called to be greater. We were called to be the light of this world. So imagine, uh, I mean, that's tough. 40 days and 40 nights, <laughs> I mean, that, that's, that's a pretty tough one to, to overcome. But you can see the actual, the meaning of it. Um, you know, everything happens first in the spiritual realm, and then it reflected. it is reflected in the physical realm. So let's spend time in the Word of God. Let's spend time in our prayer closets. Amen. All right, here is from the gospel of John, or John's testimony of Jesus. It says, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. So it was; it is life, and it is the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was, a man named, uh, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came from a witness to bear witness of that light that all men through him might believe. He, as in John the Baptist, was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that come into the world. I just think of I don't know why, but I'm thinking of Christmas. I think about like the the lights that you stream that are beautiful, they light up the whole neighborhood, and it's all festive and and fun. And sometimes there's that one light that goes out and then everything else goes out. We are connected. To Jesus Christ who illuminates us who gives us that light and really it's through Holy Spirit that we have that light. Amen And that light is the truth. It is the life within us All right, our next one Is also john the baptist and he was a burning and shining light. So this is actually talking about john the baptist now he was a burning and shining light, and ye were willing for a season to rejoice in his light. So we can see in this scenario, light is actually meaning to your works. Whenever you do good works to glorify your Father, which is in heaven, it will glorify your Father, right? So whenever we shine, it's our works that shines for his glory, and, and it's, it's all for his glory. It always points to Jesus, and that's what testimonies are. We each have one in here. All right, we're getting through this slowly but steadily. Um, are you guys with me? All right, amen. Okay, the next one is a promised gift. Who in here likes gifts? Raise them high. Yeah, we all love gifts, especially good ones, right? All right, so the promised gift here. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that follow followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life amen that is a promise guys do you receive it do you receive it today amen i receive it i want to claim that gift right now and i want to claim other gifts but um you know in due time i'm i'm very selfish because i want all the spiritual gifts but uh, all for his glory all right here's the last one here so i know that we've talked a little bit about who is the light but i want to read this verse it really stuck out to me and i hope it does for you too All right. It says John chapter nine, verse one through five. And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth and his disciples asked him saying, master, who did sin this man or his parents that he was born blind? Jesus answered, neither hath this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. You see that? that the works of God will be made manifest through people. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work as long. Okay. Pay attention to this one. Buckle down guys. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Okay. Amen. Where is Jesus right now? Yeah. And he's seated at the right hand of the father. In heaven, right? But it says, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. So remember back to the verse who is the light of the world? Amen. Amen. You guys are. All right. So going back to the engineering thing, uh, I found this thing out very late. Like I said, I'm a slow learner, so you guys might laugh at me on this one, but. Whenever I think about a fridge, I remember growing up I was like, man, you know, fridges obviously they make cold air. Yeah. No no big deal. And then I joined, you know, the engineering uh engineering disciplines and I studied and I was like, wait. Fridges don't make cold air? What? What happens is it actually takes all of the heat and pushes it out. I was like, wow. I was living a lie, you know. But <laughs> You know, I, I just think that that concept is so interesting, right? Because it's the same for light. How do you describe darkness? It's the absence of light, right? So think about that. Whenever we think about the term darkness, and we say, you know, we, we always hear people, both saved and unsaved, "Oh, this place is such a dark place. I wish that this would happen." And I, I look to the politicians to restore and da 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 da, and make sure you you know where you put your faith. Amen. All right, let's look at darkness. So some biblical usages of darkness is the absence of light, like we talked about. It could be meaning evil or obscurity. And obscurity means sense of confusion, okay? So uh, let's share about the first capture here is Isaiah chapter 5, verse 20. How horrible will it be for those who call evil good and good evil? Does that sound familiar? Does that look like some things that we're going through today? Yeah, Uh, who turn darkness into light and light into darkness, who turn what is bitter into something sweet and what is sweet into something bitter. It's just backwards, guys. Second Corinthians four, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believeth not. Guys, we were all there. You know, in Ephesians, it talks about how we were we were birthed and we had a sinful nature and we had to be reborn. And this rebirth only took place through the love of Jesus Christ and the sacrifice that he made for us. Amen. And we have to believe and receive it and and speak it with our mouth that he is Lord. So in this, it says, In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believeth not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Man, there is there is so many There's so many uh, ways and avenues of darkness and things that are trying to corrupt what is good and trying to block out, uh, especially just thinking about the school system. The school system, for example, Jesus is completely gone, but there are certain news out there that say that there are, you know, people that worship Satan that are coming in and teaching kids certain things, you know? You just have to be very careful with all of these things and all the systems around us because some people... Proclaim that darkness is light and light is darkness. So let's remember to learn what true light is. Our next verse comes from John 1, chapter, I'm sorry, John chapter 1, verse 4 through 5. The word gave life to everything that was created and his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. Amen? Amen, guys. Come on. Come on. So what that means is, As long as we have the light, we have the opportunity and the privilege and the responsibility to illuminate dark places in which darkness does not dictate the power of light. However, it's a vice versa. The power of light dictates the darkness and the presence of darkness. Amen. Next example, John chapter three, verse 19 and 20. And the judgment is based on this fact. God's light came into the world, but... People loved the darkness. Ooh, they loved the darkness more than they loved the light. For their actions were evil. All who do evil hate the light and refuse to go near it. For fear, their sins will be exposed. Guys, I know the presence of God is here with us because we were, we have been prayerful. Um, we have been faithful. We, we are servants that are trying to put ourselves in a contrite spot. So that way, Holy Spirit and, and Jesus would would illuminate a path for us so we can grow this church, grow so that the people that are in a dark world can see the true light and they can receive salvation and they can receive freedom through Christ Jesus. Amen? Oops. That was a premature click. Um, oh, ah, wow. Okay, okay, anyway. First John uh, chapter one, verse six. If we, cl- if we claim that we have fellowship with him, But keep living in darkness. We are lying and not practicing the truth. All right, Proverbs 4.19. But the way of the wicked is like total darkness. It is like total darkness, right? They have no idea what they're stumbling over. So that's that sense of confusion. When you're in darkness, do you guys remember that time when you were in darkness? When you were in that true darkness and you felt like there was no other way to go. And then you saw a light. John chapter 11, verse 10. But at night there is danger of stumbling because they have no light. There's that word stumbling again. All right. Matthew chapter 6. This one, this one is also interesting to me. I mean, all of it's interesting to me. But uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 22. The light of the body is the eye. Right? The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in that body be darkness, how great is that darkness. So we have a conscious responsibility to remember that we are the light, that that um, we house the light within us. Just to remind you, also in Corinthians, it talks about how our body is a temple unto the most holy God. So who resides in us is Holy Spirit that can come out and manifest the, the light, the good works, as long as we give him that opportunity, amen? I always think about cars as well, you know, going back to the winter storms. As I was driving, um, you know, all of the 18-wheelers were kicking up all of the residue and the the salt and the fluids that have mixed with the salt and dirt, and it, it's caked on the windshield. Um, with that, it, protrude, it, um, it it stopped the light or even my visibility from seeing where I was going. You know, I had to use windshield wipers. And same thing, the same car that I drive. I'm driving at night, but I can't see. I need to use a light, obviously, right? So with the light, you have to see where you're going. So you use that light as a tool to illuminate your path and, and to give you a good direction. All right. So also quotes are very helpful for me, and I hope that they are to you. But there's a quote that I've always seen Uh, especially at the very bottom of the signature on some people's emails. It says, the only thing necessary for triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. All right, you guys are, are now feeling where I'm coming from here. It is our opportunity. It is our privilege to be children of light. And it is our duty to shed that light here in this world, okay? And I understand. I really do. I understand that sometimes it's hard, like... How, how do you go to 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 school or to your workplace and share the gospel whenever you have so many opposition against you right I, I struggle with that myself. Be bold, be bold. There is a time where you will be praising in the same jail cell as me one day. you know like, like Paul and Silas, they worshiped God regardless of where they were at, right but there is a time where, where boldness might lead you into a place where, you know, you don't want to be. However your faithfulness, God will remember, and he'll see that, and he will save you in the day of trouble, amen? Whenever I was younger, I watched this movie, and I guess this quote was so inspirational to me that I actually memorized it. Um, It starts with our deepest fear, and I'm sure that most of you have probably heard that too, but if not, I can thankfully recite it for you. (laughs) So, I want you to think about your responsibility as the light of the world, as a salt of the earth, whenever I say this. Um, in this quote, it has light. And so think about the opportunity the opportunity that you have in order to use that. So here we go. Our deepest fear is not that we are... Um, hold on. It escaped me. Okay. It came back. All right. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were all meant to shine as children do. It's not just in some of us. It's in every one of us. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give people permission to do the same as we are liberated from our own fear our presence automatically liberates others. Yes, that that is remembering worthy right next to the whole book of Revelation. Shout out to Pastor Stan. Here is a city set on a hill. And I don't know where that is. So somebody can also shout out where that is, where they think it is. But the next the next image is also the same place at night. A city set on a hill cannot be hid easily. So whenever it's lit up, it's, it's up there, guys. It is exalted and high, right? And you can see it in your, in your vision. And if it's illuminated in the dark place, there is no way that you can ignore that. There is no way. You're going to see it, and you're going to see it plain and simple. Um, same thing like a lighthouse, right? So think about something being lifted up and something illuminating to provide light to all. All right, this slide is is about lighting a candle and a man does not put it under a bushel, but he sets it high on a candlestick. So that way it will illuminate for all to see in the house. Amen. Let's picture this world being a house and picture yourself being lifted up and illuminated on a candlestick. You know, in the Bible, it actually says that humble yourself before the mighty hand of God because he will exalt you in due time. He cares for you. So in all things, remember um, that you are the light of the world and that when you have the opportunity to be set up high, it's not your doing. You didn't put yourself there. The Lord Jesus himself has raised you up for a specific occasion, for a specific place, and a specific time. Amen? Amen. All right. So how can we be the salt and the light? Let's Let's all sum it up here for us, okay? Then said Jesus to those Jews, which he believed on him. I'm sorry, let me say that again. Then said Jews, uh, then said Jesus to those Jews, which believed on him, if ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. Let us all in this place be disciples, Amen. And what that means is we seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all things will be added unto you. You go into the word of God because that is what's going to illuminate you. Holy Spirit will open up the pages. And it will just he'll just open up the pages for you to understand and see these words that you've never seen before. The understanding that, that no teacher can comprehend and teach you only but Holy Spirit. Amen? All right. So, how can we be the salt of the earth, you say, you ask? You must be in direct contact, like salt, in direct contact with either the dunghill or with the meat that it's purifying or anything else, right? You have to be in direct contact with, with the word to have an influence. Be cautious, though, not to lose your savor by the contaminants of this world. You know, I can, I can reach out to you guys and say, what are examples of contaminants here? You know, you have different religions, you have um, hypocrisy, you have different lies that are given to us. It could be even through media. Um, just you can list on and on and on. Guard your heart because you have an opportunity and, and only you have that opportunity, right? Um, I remember that there was a, let's just say the example is a bully in middle school. And I would always remember my parents would say, well, don't give his words power, Right? It's very true. We, we have the opportunity to give words power or have an influence over our life and let it be the Bible. All right. Lastly, light. So how do we be the light of the world? Allow Holy Spirit to manifest through you, right, fearlessly. Read the word of God. Allow it to transform you by the renewing of your mind. So that your actions will glorify God, which is in heaven. Amen? Wow. So, you know, we've talked a lot. I I read through a lot of scripture that outlines the benefits of salt as well as what light is used for. And it's just amazing because, just to recap, Jesus says, You, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of this world. So today, I, I encourage you through this word, that you have that same opportunity and hold your, your, your chest up high, hold your shoulders back because not because of your power, but because of the power that has been placed in you very generously. Amen. It is the word of God, guys. It is the blood of Jesus that has set you free. Amen. Amen. I wish that you guys could just shout for joy right now. Amen. We, we, may, be, uh, we may not be hundreds of people in here, but we definitely have a huge presence in the spiritual realm. Let me tell you that. I, I promise you. So for for people that are on the line or for anybody here that has not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'm pleased to to give you this opportunity here, right? The first scripture is John chapter 3. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life for all have sinned and come short to the glory of God for by grace. ye are saved through faith that is not of yourselves. It is a gift. Remember receive all the gifts you got. You guys can. It is a gift of God, not of works lest any man should, should boast that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, that Lord, that Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart, that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And lastly, Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive a gift from, Holy, from the Holy Ghost. Amen? So everybody in here and online, please bow your heads and let's pray this prayer together. Whether it be the first time or the millionth time you've prayed this. Pray with me here. Dear Heavenly Father, I admit that I'm a sinner. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that Jesus is the Christ. The son of the living God. He died on the cross. Arose three days later. I receive his blood to wash my sins away. To write my name in the book of life, to keep me holy, and to save me in the day of trouble. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, for those of you that have prayed that prayer for the first time, we would like to hear from you. Uh, first, we want to talk about something real quick. Let's all get excited in here. Train the prophets is coming here to town. Amen. April 21st through the 24th, and I am privileged to tell you firsthand that I'm going through the course myself, um, and you know, for me, it's just been a, it's been revitalizing to my faith because it teaches me about the firm foundation. It, it causes you to go back and re-examine those fundamentals that are very necessary for the ministry, right? So before you can run, make sure you can walk, right? So, amen. I think this has really been huge as well because it's really helped build this church. You know, whenever I think about other churches and thinking about building churches, I think about structures, you know, being erected, and I think about, you know, a whole bunch of people serving, but I I always wonder about the content of their heart. I always wonder about, about what are those buildings doing for the glory of God? So, whenever I consider building a church, I remember Spirit of Prophecy Church because they all the leadership team, um, they have built us up in that class and they teach you your gifts and they also see those gifts and they can bring them up as well. Amen? So I would highly encourage you, highly recommend the course. Come out, see us, April 21st through the 24th, Train the Prophets. You can find more information on traintheprophets.com. Click. Um, here are some things that you could expect um, anything ranging from the fundamentals about the gifts. Um, I don't want to spoil too much. Just come. All right. So again, if you have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and savior, let us know. Go to um, what? Ask. Ask. Contact at spirit of Prophecy all right um also go to train the prophets to learn more about the helpful resources guys remember it says in the bible teach us to redeem our time this is the way i know that each one of you has a gift i don't want you to sit on that i don't want you to squander it like those talents that the servants you know hid or that they multiplied let's be those that multiply amen we look forward to seeing you also For those of you online that are interested in becoming a member, this is a way to, I guess it's more, it's additional information you can read on how to do that. Um, We'd also encourage you to help us uh, by donating, and we would love to see you here if you're in the Plano area. If you're online and you're part of our online presence, welcome, and we we love you. Thank you for standing with us. We stand with you as well. Um, We look forward to seeing you um, eventually one day. Also, if you have liked the, the talk about salt and light, I would love if you like, and, and if you have found somebody that is in your heart that this might help, that this might encourage, I would encourage you to click that share button and share it out. And also, click subscribe, because Spirit of Prophecy Church puts out a whole bunch of content that is extremely helpful to your walk, and everything else. everything else comes with it. Amen? There it is. Contact us dot com. All right. So everyone, it's been a privilege to be here with you all. Uh, As long as it's called today, let us encourage. Let us walk with grace. Let us walk with humility and be the salt of the earth. Be the light of the world in your own specific situations. Amen. All right. Uh, Everybody online, uh, thank you for joining. Uh, We love you and we can't wait to hear from you. And that is it. Everybody have a great and blessed rest of your week. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise God.